Everybody and welcome to the podcast World Order. This is your host Matt. Uh, joining me tonight, I have Ben from Colorado right next What's to me. What's up, everybody? Uh, you can't see What's him, that? but we have Dwight Lightning, Dean of Old School. Maybe <laughs> he's parked, so maybe it's quiet. Nah, man, I was trying to share the video. You can't see me, but I'm here. You know, I'm not. I'm not the voice of God like uh, we usually have, but uh, the, the Dean of Old School is definitely here. Taking the John Cena approach, and of course tonight yes, you can't you can't see me, baby. Our our guest, we have Camille from the NWA. Ooh, hello, hello, hello. Uh, so first and foremost, how are you? How are you doing during all of this right now? I'm doing fine actually, because here in Tennessee things have been kind of back to normal for a while now. So I'm I'm feeling. Pre pre COVID now, other than <laughs> seeing some people walking around with masks, and I, I took a flight the other day and had to wear a mask. That was kind of brought me back to realizing, oh yeah, this is new normal <laughs> now. But other yeah. than other than that, I feel I'm feeling good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good to hear. Um, so we got a couple of questions for you. I know we have busy schedule tonight, and we know we only got you for a couple more. Uh, I believe sixteen more minutes, if I'm counting down right. Um, so just trying to stay on track here. Uh, a couple of questions we typically ask everyone, but what was one of the things that made you a wrestling fan? I just grew up uh, watching wrestling with my dad, and so I always watched it with him when, when he'd be watching it. And then, of course, I had a few favorites like Edge and Lita and Rock and Stone Cold. And then I got into high school and stopped watching it. But then, of course, <laughs> when... <laughs> When I got into actually doing it myself, I got back into it. So that's that's been my my stages of watching wrestling. <laughs> that's awesome. So do you, do, I was gonna say, do you watch wrestling now? Are you a, are you a junkie like we are, or you just concentrate on what you do? Or I wouldn't say I wouldn't say junkie because now I kind of watch it to study it. So I yeah. I look I look out for things that would you know interest me and maybe how I want to kind of sort of emulate. And if there's something going on in the wrestling world that I've heard about that is a match that maybe interests me, I'll definitely make sure to tune in. But that's the extent of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so who are some of your influences, people you kind of look at to who you kind of want to model yourself after in terms of in-ring work? Right now, I've been watching a lot of Bruiser Brody and Old School Undertaker. Uh, just because I like the way that they still work with people, you know, they they make them look good, but they do it in a nice, strong way. So I've been enjoying that lately. Okay, Bruiser Brody. I, I wouldn't have picked Bruiser Brody, that's for sure. But I can see why. Now. No, I was just like, well, just knowing and having. I mean, I was a huge Brody fan back in the day because I mean, I'm because I'm old mostly, <laughs> but um. <laughs> you know, just uh, just that how he he was cerebral while looking like he was crazy at the same time. Maybe that was yeah, it. yeah. I, I gotta ask because I feel like uh, we've we've gotten a couple of interviews lately, and a lot of people are bringing a lot of attention back to Bruiser Brody. Have you watched Dark Side of the Ring? 
Yes, I've seen all. I'm pretty sure to this day I've seen all of the all the Dark Sides of the Ring. Yep. Any uh, favorites there? I'm trying. I I don't even. Re- I like the ones of the people that I've n- had never even heard about before and their stories, just because a lot of the other stories I've already pretty familiar with. I mean, it was still cool to see it, you know, done up in the Dark Side of the Ring the w- and the way they do those stories. But I like the ones that I I had no idea about. Okay. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. Um, so I, I try and always do some research before these shows and I've been trying to see where exactly you train for in ring and I, I cannot find it for the life of me. So where did you go to get some of your training for in ring? I went to team 3d Academy in Kissimmee, Florida. Mm. So what, what I did actually, when I decided, cause I, what happened was I kind of just woke up one morning after I'd gone to an indie show with my dad that was absolutely terrible, but so entertaining at the same time. <laughs> and, and then I just woke up and I was like, Whoa, I, I meant to do this. Like, why have I never thought of this before? And so I Googled how to become a professional wrestler. Cause it's a very weird industry to get into. If you don't know anyone that does it. Yeah. And I realized there was schools for it, which I thought was weird. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, I guess you do have to train. And I just looked up, I researched a few schools and found out some, found out what makes a school a bad school, what makes a school a good school. And I uh, saw a lot of good things coming from Team 3D Academy. So I just packed up my bags and moved there. And I stayed in one of the motels there for a couple of weeks until I found some proper housing. <laughs> and yeah, that was that. Wow, that's incredible. So just on a whim, up and went. Yeah, I used to live my life very <laughs> spontaneously. <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. Um, so we know you were a collegiate athlete. How did uh, just being a collegiate athlete prepare you for the world of professional wrestling? I think that it helped because I was able to take criticism and not get boo-boo faced about it. <laughs> like it, it, I think a lot of people, that's something that they don't really take well, especially, how do I put this? In wrestling, there's a lot of fragile egos. <laughs> and so if, if people think they're doing everything right or they're always the people that are, yeah, but, you know, if they're getting criticisms, well, yeah, but. And I kind of learned to, even if I don't agree with it necessarily, you know, take the criticism, take what people are having to say. It can go in, in one ear and right out the other or I soak it in and use it. So that really definitely got me ready. And then, of course, the conditioning. But nothing in the world can ever get you ready for in-ring conditioning other than being in the ring. I'll tell you that right now. So that part I wasn't ready for. <laughs> what are some of the uh, major differences then, but just preparing? Cause I know um, I've had friends who have gone to schools for, for softball. Um, and we, we've hear all the time about just how gruesome it is for training for wrestling. What are, what are some of those major differences? Probably because, well, especially softball. I mean, softball, I was, especially I was an outfielder. So it's a lot of sit and wait, sit and wait. And then, of course, when you're running around the bases, I mean, the most you're going to get, at least for me, was a double or a home run. And a home run's a trot. So that, that's right. not even running. Uh, the double is probably, is I hit one triple my entire career. I wasn't, I wasn't that, that super, super speedy. But in the ring, it, there's so much more where it's, kind of like a high intensity like interval training type of workout where it's like go 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 okay stop break go 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 stop right so your your heart rate is constantly in out in out in out and so that sort of 
of training is, I mean, you, you can ask anyone that runs long distance on a treadmill, for instance, if they do a hit, which is the high intensity interval training type of workout, they'll die if they're not used to it just because it's a completely different type of cardio. Yeah, they are. Uh, I've, I'm a runner. Hits are not a fun thing. No. <laughs> um, and another, not, not wrestling related, but one of our fellow cast members, Jeff, who's not with us tonight, he's bummed because he was really looking forward to this one. Um, so his wife actually played in the LFL for the Baltimore charm and she wanted to know what your experience is like with the Atlanta Steam. So my experience as far as my other teammates and the girls go was awesome. I think the league itself has a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> the girls, you do not get paid to do that. And wow. just because you do not get paid does not mean that they take it any easier on you in practice or anything like that, especially just because you're girl. I mean, honestly, I thought that it would be a little bit more laid back because I wasn't getting paid, <laughs> honestly. But no, I, I broke my hand the one of like the second practices, and I had never been a part of a practice where my own teammates wanted to kill me. And it wasn't just me. Everyone, I mean, it was so intense. Even a, just a practice that the girls wanted to kill each other, but but that does show how serious they took it because I played in the Legends Football League days, not lingerie football league days. So I didn't play when the little models were twirling around and you know <laughs> pretending to play football. I played when these girls are beasts and wanting to take your fu- freaking, sorry, head off. You're good. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was definitely an interesting experience, but what people don't know or realize is I actually started my wrestling career before I got into the LFL and what happened was so in training you go through like the beginning stages and then you you go into advanced class and then you can finally get released to go do indie matches so when I finally got released I was like okay I was starting to, that's when I started thinking about gimmicks and stuff like that and I was like well what can I be what's different and I was like well a female football player type of thing hasn't been done I haven't I haven't really seen that and I had heard about the LFL before and I was like, well, no, I don't want to pretend to do it. So I'm going to take my ass and, and do it. And the closest <laughs> team was Atlanta at that point. So I used to drive to practice just down and back. It was a 12, what, 12 hours of driving for just a weekend and getting my ass beat to practice all the time just for wrestling. Like, so, so I could do it for my wrestling career and make that my gimmick. Gosh. Yeah. Mad respect, mad yeah, respect okay. for that. I love the commitment. I'm going to throw in a question, even though you can't see me in John Cena mode. Um, I see, I see your little, the little um, Paco thing. So yeah, that's me. Um, So I I had had heard on um, an interview you've done elsewhere about you didn't, you weren't really interested in the whole intergender uh, wrestling thing. I know that last week Charlotte had had announced that she maybe she would want to do that. And my question for you is just. You know, is it because you got a lot to accomplish in women's wrestling? I mean, it's kind of at the beginning of things, or is it more like a philosophical, no, I'm not going to do it? Yeah, no, it is more of just, I don't see the point in it, to be honest. I don't think that I'm not of the thought process that men and women are physically created equal. I, they just are not. It's science. And I don't care if, because I am, I am a big, strong, imposing girl. 
But guess what? If a guy that is my same size goes into a gym, most likely he's going to lift more than me and be more powerful than me. And that's just science and that's just facts. And so I think it's silly when girls, they have to, to wrestle guys to prove that they're big and bad. I just don't agree with that. And I don't think that that's something that would happen in the real world. If a man hits me in the real world, I'm most likely going down, uh, especially a lot of bigger guys that are bigger than me. So, I mean, it could, a match can be done well and I have seen them done well and I appreciate those matches, but for me, it's not something that I'm interested in making, you know, a habit of. Okay. Well, here's a question for you then. Um, we've taken that off the table. Who's, who's out there that you really want to get in the ring with as far as women go? And this is like, can be a dream scenario. Like, yeah. So I've always said that I don't have dream opponents. I have dream moments. Okay. And that's because I, this, this, this is a business. And when I sit there and think about what I want to accomplish at the end of the day, I'm not thinking about who I did it with. I'm thinking about how we got there with our stories. I'm thinking about, you know, what the fans are thinking. I'm thinking about a finish of a match. But with that said, I do think that a really cool story and something interesting would be is if I could get in the ring with Mickey, uh, Nick Aldis's wife, because she's a legend. She's amazing. And there would be a great, interesting story behind it. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Book that. Take my money. Yeah. yeah, That'd be great. Yeah. Um, So uh, I know you're talking about how things are, are, probably more normal there than they are here at the moment. But as, as crowds and fans are, are growing for NWA and, and we're getting back to the regular of, of I guess, normal. I don't want to say normal because we don't know what this is going to be like afterwards. But, <laughs> right. Um, so uh, what, what is it like currently in the NWA locker room? Oh, the locker, the locker room's great. I've been in lots of different locker rooms on the indies and regular sports and, it, you know, especially a female locker room in the wrestling world can be a bit of a catty, petty place to be. <laughs> but I will say, like, undoubtedly that we, I think it helps that it's so small. We have such a, a small roster that we're really close knit. So, it, I mean, it's awesome being back there. And it's, and it's cool, too, because everyone, all the girls are so different and have something awesome about like their own selves and their own things going for them that no one is is really like feeling like they have to you know like they're having to go head on head with some person because everyone is an individual and is is interesting in their own right and like not like the girls not like we spend a lot of time with the guys locker room and stuff like that because we have our own separate ones but even the guys are all there so helpful if you have any questions for them they're there watching your matches i mean it is really like a family type of atmosphere back there Awesome. So, is there well, anyone? I'll say, go ahead, man. I, okay. What I was going to say, how does it feel? How does it feel to be on the ground floor? I mean, that's. I mean, you're you're getting in like right when this sort of kicked off. Um, you know, oh back, yeah. I mean, that's 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 got to be pretty cool to sort of watch it grow. Well, I call myself I call myself the first lady of the NWA because I am I am the first lady of the resurgence of this yeah. NWA. Right. Um, I was the first female when we came in uh, with the NWA 70, although I was not wrestling, I was by Nick's side and it's kind of the, the ground level of this coming back was kind of Tim Storm, Nick Aldis, and then you think Camille. So right. I think that it's super awesome to feel like this is 
my, my baby in a way, I want to make sure that we grow and that we're, you know, impressing fans and it definitely is an honor to be a part of it. Well, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm, I love it. I'm an old school NWA fan and I was so excited. And so I was signed up on board immediately. Yeah. Did, now I have a question for you. <laughs> did, were you were you on board when ten pounds of uh, gold was going, or did you kind of discover it through All In? Ten pounds of gold. I was. I mean, even even the NWA Hollywood. I was watching that. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, awesome. the ten, the, definitely the ten pounds of gold was must see every yeah. week. Nice. So you were you were you were a fan from the beginning then. Dwight, Dwight is old school. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my, my, my Saturday mornings was Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling um, with Ricky Steamboat, Rick Flair, and Blackjack Mulligan and all that. Nice. So NWA, that's, that's what I grew up with. So I, when I, I've, I was waiting. So I was just there. I was the target audience for sure. Nice. Um, what I was going to ask is, with, with the locker room being so friendly, is, is there a specific person who you actually like go to in the locker room to talk about your matches or segments with? Yes, my boyfriend, Tom Latimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I figured, and there was a question asking, what, what is it like having a significant other in the wrestling business? Um, is it just someone to bounce off? Have you ever, I know you just said you're against intergender wrestling, but has there been a moment where you're like, hey, let me try this real quick. I want to see if this would work. Oh, yeah. Well, we both live down here in Clarksville because he's the head instructor at Tried and True Academy. Okay. So okay. we get in the ring and work together all the time, and he's definitely helped me out just with with so many things from, you know, moves set to psychology. Cause I mean, he's brilliant. He's, he is the best wrestler right now that is so underrated because people haven't got to see a lot of his work. So that's, I'm his biggest cheerleader as far as I like, he is, this is unbiased. This is unbiased, his intensity and stuff. No one can match. And so I look up to him to try to emulate, you know, that and keep that intensity that he has. That's what I want to be like when I wrestle. So if we put you on the spot and say who's winning between him and Nick, I I, I would have to say I have my boyfriend's back. I, I <laughs> there we go. All right, <laughs> love it. Uh, quick question here from our comment section. Uh, our friend Mason Dixon wants to know when we can get those strictly business jackets. Are those gonna hit uh, sale at some point? Yeah. So like so many people have been asking about those. <laughs> And I'm happy to be one of the, you know, like one of the only people to own one right now. It's pretty cool. But I think right now they're looking for the best because they are a bit more like upscale, you know, I guess than just a regular t-shirt. Yeah. So they're looking for the best way to kind of get those produced. But I do think at some point that those are going to come to fruition. Love it. There okay. you go, Mason. Uh, I know we're, we're getting close to our time here, but uh, as the world of wrestling returns, what are some of your immediate goals? Immediate goals is I just want to get back in the ring and start showing people little by little what, what I can do in the ring and on the mic because even though I finally broke my silence and had my promo, it wasn't a, a live promo in studio. So uh, I can't wait to rip people to shreds and show people <laughs> that uh, I'm the best on the mic as well. Hey, could you go ahead and rip Ben to shreds real quick? That's the guy with the hat this on. A, this is a usual thing oh. that happens on the show. Other guests have done it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he, he's been he's been just nothing but but sweet and nice. I can't do that. Oh, I, somebody, I do, I, somebody I, I, finally I only likes me. People that deserve it. Okay, <laughs> you need to know him better. You just need to get to know him. <laughs> yeah, most likely. <laughs> 
Well, there you go, Ben. I don't think this can get any better for you. No? <laughs> but, uh, so what's it like running for the mayor of Carneyland real quick? I'm not, I'm not in the running anymore. Oh, you're not? Oh. oh you no, because apparently my, apparently I don't do, do well with the female demographic because my, my video was too intimidating. So yeah, that's what Nick made videos for all of us. And then he ran it through, you know, focus groups and stuff like that. And yeah, I was just terrible with the female demographic. You would have had no my surprise vote. There. You would have had no my No surprise vote. there. So it's okay. It's disappointing. Leader who would have got yeah. stuff done. <laughs> I would have, but you know, it's, it's all right. Things happen. <laughs> Well, as we, as we reach in the end of our time, is there anything you'd like to say before I know you got to run? All I got to say is I'm trying to do stuff with my YouTube page now. I can't tell you really a big overlying theme of it because it's anywhere from makeup videos to me ranting to crafts. So if you want to, you know, just see some random stuff once a week, you can follow me on YouTube at Camille Brickhouse. Also Instagram, I'm at Camille Brickhouse. I uh, fo- I subscribe to your YouTube, and it is uh, it is a it's quite the collection of videos. Yes, that's that's how. Hey, that's my mind at all times. It's just yep. That's it. Uh, for those of you who are on Facebook, it her YouTube channel is pinned in the comment section. So go give a subscribe. Um, so with that, we we won't hold you up, but we would love absolutely love to have you back on sometime soon. Um, yeah, for sure. Thank you very much. Uh, where I know you already plugged YouTube and Instagram. Anywhere else they can find you? Uh, now you can find us in WA. We're not doing live shows, so you, you can find us in Carneyland. So right. it's on the NWA YouTube page, and just type in Carneyland, and you'll and you can find us there. Very um, uh, interesting show, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least is right. Yes. Uh, well. Once again, thank you so much for joining us, and we appreciate it. We can't wait to have you back. All right. Thanks, you guys. I appreciate it. It's our pleasure. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. That was Camille. Guys, she is awesome. I. She is great. So. Fantastic. Oh, man. So we have a lot to really talk about today um, in terms of just – Everything that happened. We had an incredible Wednesday night in general. I mean, both NXT and AEW. Yeah. Hey, can we fo- can we follow up, man, on uh, like go back and, and really just put Camille over because man, that was that was um that was really cool, man. Uh you know, to and to, to she's super honest and I, I appreciated that um you know, the answer about because it's controversial, you know, and I liked it is, her yeah. perspective on the whole intergender thing. It was I was that was uh, that was pretty neat to hear because it was something I was because you hear different things from different people. So yeah, it was. Well, wait, what? Did I just hear Ryan's here? A oh, wild Ryan's Ryan. Here? Yeah, Ryan yeah. showed up out of the blue. What? Yeah, everybody. We don't a wild Ryan. Guys, this is head of talent relations over here. We're shrinking in the corner. Dun, we want to make sure we have room. Yeah. You have plenty of room. I came on as soon as Camille wouldn't rip back a new one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. I couldn't. Oh, man. Yeah. I went fishing, I for, quite a went time. fishing for it, and she wouldn't bite. I've that had two people not nice. insult me. Carrie right, Silken and Camille. Uh, I think I'm doing is, pretty yeah. damn well for myself. Doing good. I didn't, I didn't catch her. 
I didn't catch her before she got to leave, but I was going to say, why are we paying you? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Man. That's not cool. Hey, um, I was going to say, um, I was going to encourage her by, by just saying, hey, well, you know, Zicky Dice didn't have any problem burying Ben. So. Absolutely none. <laughs> yeah, but do we want to put her and Zicky Dice in the same field? I'm just and, saying. <laughs> well, right, Matt. Okay, my my fault. You're right, Matt. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Camille's awesome. Yeah, yeah. seriously, guys, go good support time, good her. Time. Go support her. All right. Um, so... Before we get to AEW and NXT, we had some breaking news just, I believe, moments before we got on the air. Um, at least I want to tell you it was probably 7 or 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock. So, uh, breaking. I was unaware of this. Today, yeah. Paul Heyman is out of WWE Creative. Bruce Pritchard will take over at Raw with writing teams consolidated. So, essentially... Right. Paul Heyman's going to focus on his in-ring work and Bruce Pritchard's going to lead a, uh, a raw super show essentially. Yeah. Well, um, what that means is Vince McMahon is taking over because that's what Bruce Pritchard is. He's a yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, the, the I uh, cannot sigh hard enough at that. I think it's frustrating just because while there are definitely times where the main roster shows on on monday and friday can be hard to sit through in times and there are times where it's hard to sit through do not get me wrong i do think there are parts of the show that have been solid i mean Mm -hmm. i've I've thoroughly enjoyed a lot of what we're getting with seth rollins right now with his uh i guess his disciples is what we're calling them yeah um really hoping that dominic turns on Rey mysterio this weekend and becomes a disciple because that'd be great um I mean we're seeing a lot of Alistair Black. We're seeing a lot of the younger talent um starting to get showcased. I just I am concerned for what this means for our current storylines. Right. I'm concerned well, for hopefully you. I was gonna say I hope this is yeah, the hope this wasn't some sort of knee jerk thing with uh, the gender mahal thing because the rumor was out that Paul Heyman was kind of pushing for gender you know, to come back really strong. Yeah. And then he got hurt and, you know, and then he got hurt and it's just like, he's going to be probably out, you know, six, eight months again. Um, I hope it's not some, something like that, like one little out of the blue thing, but yeah. with knowing how it works at WWE, I wouldn't be surprised if it was something that small. Yeah. Well, I think the other concern is just. Ginger has been out now for like a year and this will total like a year and a half with like, yeah, three different injuries with two surgeries. Yeah. I, I missed what caused the injury. Does anyone know? It was a knee injury. And this one, I think something went wrong with the surgery. Knee to yeah, pass. Well, he was, he was getting ready to come back. And I mean, he'd done some promos and they were preparing for him to kind of have a run. And then I get some, yeah, somehow he re-aggravated that, that injury that he had the surgery on kind of set him back. So, which is frustrating. Yeah. I feel bad for him because I do too. I do think they could have had some great matches with him and McIntyre, and the storyline would have been great. Oh yeah, um, set up for it. I think that's where they were headed, and now we're not going to get that. We're going to get Bobby Lashley. Yeah, so he just had to undergo 
or had to go under the knife to fix some knee issues uh, and has mm. hit a speed bump. Hmm. Yep. Which, once again, is really unfortunate. It's not really anything you can yeah. stop or predict, especially in the world of wrestling. These things happen unless you're a certain someone throwing people into the bottom turnbuckle, but we won't name names. Uh, cough, so cough, Nia Jax. Cough, I cough. said we're not going to name names. I didn't name any names. I was coughing. Uh-huh. So, uh, unfortunate, but it's it's very frustrating. It's costing what's probably the better of the two shows and what's going to end up being probably some rough rough content in the yeah. future that we're going to need to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I definitely thought that was newsworthy. Yeah. Um, let's get to AEW and NXT. Which ones do you guys want to start with? Do we want to start NXT? Yeah, let's start NXT. So... Uh, we had Adam Cole reaffirm that he's the most dominant man in NXT. Uh, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae defeated Keith Lee and Mia Yim. Ooh. Yeah, boo. I'm I'm struggling with Johnny Gargano as a heel. I know we're supposed to not like it, but it's almost like I don't want to watch it. It's not that we're, we don't dislike it. It's no, He's do. not that good. Great of a heel, arguably. He's a much better baby yeah, face. Not, I think you're chasing the belt. You're exactly right, Ben. It's that's not arguably. I think Ben, you're exactly right. Sometimes I know what I'm talking about, Dwight. Sometimes I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think that Johnny Gargano's. God, man, I gotta quit being nice. There's a reason I'm yeah. the attractive guy on the edge of the couch that Camille won't uh, say stuff bad about. Um, Johnny Gargano's heel work. Um, I mean, we we don't like it, but it, we don't like it because that's the character he's playing. We don't like it because he's not good at it. I think that there's a difference in being a heel with legitimate, you know, hate and heat, and then there's someone like Gargano who should be a face pretending to be a heel. Yeah. I don't even want to say it's heat as much as I just don't care. I don't know. I don't know. Um, We then got a video package highlighting Io Shirai's title win. Thank God. While we're here, Io Shirai. Now, I didn't watch it. Did they show the end of the match when she kind of busted Rhea's, Rhea's face up? I don't believe so. I uh, was watching another TV show at this time. There's another one on Wednesdays. Uh, oh, I wasn't watching that one either. I, I was giving you Oh, credit. I was going to say, it seems like you made an elite decision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, following Io Shirai's uh, highlight video, we had Inda Sheer defeat Loku competitors. Really happy these guys are back. I think they could do some really are good stuff Are these guys with them. just the second coming of... Uh, AOP? I don't think so. I think they could be something completely original. It just depends on what they're going to do with Malcolm Bivens. Okay. I think that's the big thing. Malcolm Bivens is a star in the making. He could be great. Okay. Um, I do think they do need to keep these guys on TV, though. Yeah. We're going to need more tag teams coming in NXT. I feel like there's not a whole lot who are in the top Who do we there. really have in the tag division right now? For NXT? Yeah, I know we have... Imperium is over. We have Brizango. Undisputed. Undisputed Era. Um, 
we're getting teased oh with are... Dream Loomis is his name? Yeah. Dexter Loomis. I don't even know if that's a tag team as much as just They both kind of continue to help each other out. Yeah. Um but yeah, just the tag team division is not currently very strong in NXT. Um uh, we get a recap of Karrion Cross destroying Tommaso Ciampa. Um Robert Stone tried to recruit Rhea Ripley to the Robert Stone brand. Very surprised that he does not have anyone he's working with anymore, which is weird. I, I almost figured he was going to stick with Chelsea Green for a while, but I'm surprised that they moved from that. Um, and Finn Balor defeated Cameron Grimes. Uh, Balor called out Keith Lee for the NXT North American Championship. Surprised me, honestly. Um, Dakota Kai, I believe, defeated. Yeah. Uh, Casey Cast, yeah, Catanzaro. Catanzaro is how they were pronouncing it on TV, which was, or Catanzaro, which bothers me because she comes from another TV show where it's Catanzaro because it's an A, not an E. It's weird. Um, and also Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart will get women's tag title matches next week for the for on NXT. Um All right, so let's let's talk about El Hijo de Fantasma revealing himself to be Santos Escobar. Oh. Oh god, there's two Whoa. Ryans. Ryan, you uh you've multiplied. I have yeah, no idea what happened. <laughs> There's too much of me. I don't know what happened. There was a technical problem on my end. And now there's two. I we love have, the frozen Ryan. Who just looks frozen, grumpy. Yeah. We have concerned Ryan and live Ryan. And I kind of like both. I like both for very different reasons. So let, let's talk about El Hijo de Fantasma. And we also, we can't, uh, we can't, uh, Neglect the fact that Dwight has now joined us on camera and is in his uh, Salem Witch it's, Hunt area. It's Bla- it's, Blair it's, Witch. It's Blair, it's Blair Witch. You know, uh, I think I think when he started to uh, go search for the Blair Witch, that's when um, that's when I just multiplied. This is why magic we don't mess happens. with witches. That's magic always yeah, happens. It's only because I have chills and they're multiplying. I love that's it. Right? Is it because of Santos Escobar? Oh my gosh! So I think we, I think we're in the undead realm. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I'm of two minds of this because on one hand, I really like the idea of this faction. I hope it's not just the cruiserweight division of uh, of Escobar, Raúl Mendoza, and Wild. So I'm, I'm hoping that this stays and they actually move on to North American title tag titles. You know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think this could be, once again, really great. I think it could be a lot like LIJ. Um, right. I think I put in our group chat, I would love to see. Oh, my God, we're back to one, Ryan. Oh. I would love to yeah. see <laughs> them work with Garza and Andrade, although I believe, Ryan, you were the point. Uh, you made the good point that uh, Escobar and Andrade are both too alpha to be in the same group. Um, I think you're giving Bruce Pritchard too much uh, credit already. He just, he just right. got the damn job. Uh, could one be on SmackDown, one be on Raw? 
if they're both on main roster and kind of both, you know, be under the LI. LI Merca. If yeah. look, if they're gonna make a a faction out of these guys now that Paul Heyman's out of it, they're gonna be on lawnmowers wearing sombreros. I mean, <laughs> we saw this with the Mexicans. It's Vince, hey, right? Hey that's they were. I have no Mexi-cool. faith they'll do the right thing. Yeah, but, um, I'm hoping while they're in NXT, it will be good. Yeah, I I really. Like, is there a comment? I, I yeah, I was gonna say I'm excited for it too. Yeah, I think it could be really good. Um, I think we all knew it was going to happen. I was a little uh, surprised they had him take off the mask. Um, but you know what? Watching the, watching it, I was I was a bigger fan yeah. than I was being told it. Right. Um, yeah, it's still not exciting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Main event time: Adam Cole defeats Dexter Loomis with a little help from Bobby Fish. Actually, and, it was uh, a strong. good, good match from what I saw. Uh, yeah, yeah, Loomis had Cole in his like standing triangle choke. Uh, Loomis had countered the last shot a couple of times, and finally, you know, numbers kind of caught up. Uh, Cole got the pin after the match. Dream comes down. Dream and Loomis are chased off by... Is it Fish and O'Reilly or Fish and... Fish and Strong. Fish and Strong. Uh, The four of them kind of fight their way to the back. Lights go dark. And all we get is Scarlet walking down to the ring slowly. Places an hourglass in the ring. And then just flips it over. And that's basically how we go off air is... Scarlet kind of challenging Cole, but not really. Yeah, so it looks like we're getting Scarlet versus Adam Cole for the NXT title, guys. Scar- <laughs> Scarlet for NXT champion. Yeah, um, I, I think they're they're definitely putting the rocket ship on on a carrying cross. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 all about that. Yeah, I'm I'm interested. Um, Man, yeah, I, I love the fact that they're not afraid to put him right there in the main event. And really, can he can he lose to Adam Cole right now? No. I, I mean, should he? No, but can he? Is is that a possibility that we're looking at here, or is someone gonna take the belt off Cole before Cross takes it from him? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Matt, I don't I don't know how much you guys uh, watched Impact like I did when it was on channels that Cross no one had. The cross cross had some great matches there. And the thing is, is like, he's got the it thing, right? He's yeah. got that thing that you can't teach people. Um, he's, he's athletic. Yeah. He's a badass, legitimately. And it comes through on the screen. Like not a lot of other people can do it. And I, I don't see any reason why that, I mean, he, he could, he would fit right in on raw SmackDown today. No doubt. Oh yeah, without he, he a question. Would be a, he'd, be, he'd be a star there too. I'm, I'm my only gonna... one, my only one legitimate concern is that you know we as professional wrestling fans know the kind of in ring, the in ring stuff that he's capable of and the character work that he's capable of, and you know Strapper Rock goes back, that's fine, but. 
he's had a total of 10 minutes in ring yeah. so far in NXT. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing to us because, like I said, we know, we know. what's up. But to your casual NXT fan, you're going to look at it and be like, oh, okay, well, you know, what's going on? You know, why is he having these classics, you know, like, you know, Gargano Champas and, you know, Cole Gargano and, yeah. you know, it's it's just a big question mark right now as to why they would, you know, pull the trigger here instead of just boosting him to the main roster. Yeah. Yeah, and it could be a situation sort of like Nakamura where they had to, you know, he has to learn the WWE style or whatever, remember? Because, yeah. I mean, Nakamura, he had no business being in NXT, you know. Um, but, you know, I think it would be similar to that. Or Finn Balor, either one. Yeah. Uh, and it, they need to learn that WWE style, Yeah, I guess. It'll be interesting to see what But, happens. I mean, he hasn't... Well, he hasn't been in the business that long, so I mean, yeah. a lot of what he's doing has kind of come naturally. It's not stuff he's learned. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and talk bring about it the other show on, on over to AEW because we also have a pay per view this weekend. We got to talk about a little bit. So, AEW opened up with what I think was probably the best was the match of the night, in my opinion. Um, you had the newly named and debuting FTR defeating the butcher and the blade. Um, I loved this match. I, I know I kept putting in the chat, like I, I know I'm the AEW guy, but this was class. I might be jumping the gun on, on my feeling here, but I think there's too much going on in the AEW tag division right now. I think that's fair. They have a lot of big names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a lot going on and, I think it's a little too much because, you know, you have FTR on the box, you have FTR, the butcher blade. Then you have everything going on with Omega and hangman, how they're going to face best, best friends at fighter fest, but they're facing, you know, um, Dustin and QT next week. There's just a lot of, you also have pride it, and powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, there's, there's, there's just a lot going on and, it it seems like they're they're pushing the tag the tagging division a little too much right now. I think they need to simplify it a little bit as I, far as storyline. Fair enough. I think that's fair. I definitely think it's time for Omega and Hangman. Right. Let's get back to singles division. This was a nice break, but yeah. let's I definitely get back to think having the empty shows kind of slowed that of mm-hmm. them losing the titles, but. Definitely. I mean, we had an entire uh, the stadium stampede match. I think effectively took the place of blood and guts. Yeah, which was supposed to happen back right. what March twentieth, something like that. Like that was like uh, the first or second week they canceled uh, fan shows. Right. Um, well, remember because they were playing up the you know they were teasing that heel turn yeah. uh, with Hangman and Omega, and that was like right. We and we were surprised it didn't happen. Um, and then, you know, they kept teasing and then everything went, went down. And so it's almost like we're in this holding pattern. Plus, um, I know that like Dark Order, you know, Evil Uno is had, he's oh, like yeah. in Canada or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but he's back. Issues of getting, uh, I was like, but they were, that's why they were off TV for such a long time. Yeah. And yeah. so you kind of so- had some other teams brought up. So it's, it's been, it's definitely, um, 
you know, I wouldn't want to be booking it right now, not knowing who can show up from week to week. Yeah, agreed. Up next, we had Statlander and Hikaru Shida uh, lose to Penelope Ford and Nyla Rose oh. with uh, Penelope Ford getting the win there, um, setting her up for her uh, title match at Fighter Fest. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, from what I saw online, happy birthday, Shida. Happy birthday, happy Bay birthday, Shida. Shida. Uh, can Shida we squad. please tell Hikaru Shida what it means to hold the tag rope? <laughs> Ryan? We will boot you from the Zoom call so quickly. Listen, she's got to follow the rules, Matt. And following the rules means holding the tag rope. FTR. Ben, I will kick you from this live show so quickly. How are you going to get home? I drove you here. I will Uber. (laughs) I don't know if they're running during pandemic, but we're going to find out. So uh, following that, we end up getting Best Friends and Orange Cassidy versus PMP and Jake Hager. Um, which, I, yeah. Oh, actually, give the results and then I'll kind of gotcha. So freshly squeezed, freshly squeezed, uh, grabbed a quick one from Ortiz while he was getting back in the ring, uh, and while while getting their hand raised, can I? I'll take it from here. Floyd man appearance. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Floyd. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Floyd made an appearance. All of the inner circle came down and they hit, you know, the, they hit best friends with Floyd and then they go under the ring and they pull out a literal, literally two bags of oranges. Uh, they pull out one of those like white mesh, like laundry bags, football bags. And literally a thing that they like just bought from the grocery store of blood oranges and put the the bag of blood oranges into the white bag, which already had like a bunch of oranges in it. And we're using that to hit uh, Cassidy. And the entire time I'm like, why, 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 why are they using oranges? And I'm glad that, uh, commentary said they put those under there before the show uh jericho thinks ahead (laughs) (laughs) one of my biggest things is like why are random items like kendo sticks and bags of thumbtacks and light bulbs and apparently oranges under the ring like like oh hey here's all these things we don't need let's just throw them under the ring you never know what they have you never know when you never know when you're gonna need a a pinata filled with legos man you just don't know (laughs) yeah you know but like why do you like it's funny to think that like the people setting up the stadium are like yeah these are things we need so i don't think if i'm thinking in the world of this is reality i don't think it's actually like production going you know I'm just going to bring a kendo stick today. I'd like to think it's the bad guys or whoever's using it thinking ahead and going, yeah, you've said I that. know I'm going to get you with this. <laughs> you've said this for a while, and it always cracks me up. Like, I don't well, know where, but it's like, I know I'm going to use this later. Yeah. Uh, chairs, I always well, give it, the... Chairs make sense. It's, it's chairs, ladders. Catering. Yeah. Chairs, ladders, a sledgehammer, you know. Sledgehammer's still a little tables. like meh, but like, yeah, you know. Yeah, the ring set up the right way. Extra tables, yeah. Um, catering, just in case the you need a cartoon sized mallet under there. <laughs> I was about to say we don't talk yes. about mallets in AEW. <laughs> uh, right. My one gripe about red. this whole segment is 
They're beating Orange Cassidy with blood oranges as blood pours out of Orange Cassidy's skull and or ear. From a bat. From the not, bat. Not hit. from the oranges, yes. from a bat. From the bat hit. <laughs> and, they're, and they start calling him, oh, they're beating blood Orange Cassidy with blood oranges. Uh, and that being said, yeah. if it was anyone but Jericho, this would have been horrible. <laughs> but because it's Chris Jericho, right. now that Orange Cassidy's been juiced. <laughs> right. Anyone but Jericho, you, hey, that would have been horrible. Let's hey, let me just tell you, pineapple juice and orange juice together is delicious. Great so when combo. Do we get pineapple. Great combo. Pete, when when do we get pineapple Pete coming in and helping out Orange? I, I think that's that's what we need. What does but Chris Jericho if have I can against go back, fruit? I know he hates fruit. He's, he's a meditarian. He's a <laughs> well, let me go back and let me just say that there's a certain uh, uh, Fight TV has a pretty interesting Twitter feed where they ask ba- random questions every day. You know about yeah. wrestling. They, they, and they basically said, who's the best in-ring worker right now? And I was amazed at probably scrolling down through 25 pictures of Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Which People love after him. I, I know they do. And I mean, after I posted my Kota Ibushi picture, um, <laughs> I, looked down to, I looked down to see just dozens of Orange Cassidy. And I'm going, okay. I like it, but let's... Let's not get crazy. All right, moving yeah. on to our next match. We had Sammy Guevara beat Colt Cabana after Colt Cabana had slipped. Guevara caught him with the, um, God, I want to say it's not the GTS. He calls it something else. Um, yeah. I think it's GTR. Um, so, but the match was great. The match was yeah. fine. What happened afterwards was the bigger part here. Uh, so Colt Cabana is still down. The entirety of the Dark Order come out. Uh, Brody Lee comes out, offers him his hand to pick them up. They walk back, and Colt Cabana ends up following them. Uh, we see later he goes into their dressing room, uh, looking very defeated. So very curious to see where that goes. Yeah. And then we had uh, <laughs> we had Sammy Guevara get on the mic and say, "It's not about him. Don't play their music. It's bad. Play mine." Yeah. Um, and right. then Matt Hardy come out. And told him, you know, hey, I respect you. I remember just being being just like you, but you need to get away from Chris Jericho. And then Sammy Guevara talked back, and Matt Hardy broke and became Damascus and personality switch. Um, lot of a lot of build there, yeah. In, in mm-hmm. just that one match. Um, again, I think before we get to the main event, there's a lot of. Small segments outside. We had uh, Joey Janela promo talking about, you know, he was brought in and his best might be behind him. And Sonny Kiss, who was also signed originally, uh, picking him up. So maybe we're getting a tag team there. Maybe we're getting a match. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. We'll get uh, MJF versus Billy. I've learned uh, he can't use the name Billy Gunn. That's still owned by WWE. You just did. Uh, I know I did, but I won't get copyright again i was watching it last <laughs> night and when i saw his shirt i'm like why is he wearing an inner circle shirt yeah gun club does right. look very similar um and then main event time we had cody defeat and retain his tnt title against mark quinn who looked i, I thought this was a great match there was i think one or two small segments we got two coddingtons again this is great um <laughs> yeah I I don't know. Let let's just let let's just roll. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love serious. Co- oh no, we're back to uh, now. We're back to good, one. Good. 
Hey, look, man, double double the cod. It don't get any better. Yeah. Maybe listen, I will gladly Maybe take double the cod. cod. I will gladly take double that's, cod. All right, we're gonna move on before we that's, get censored for something else here. That's uh, what she said. <laughs> but sadly, she never said it to you, Matthew. <laughs> so, main event time. Mark Quinn looks great, even though uh, the the finish they kind of gave way a little bit. I think Quinn stumbled a little bit on the top rope, going for the shooting star press and. Cody was like, uh, uh, ah, here we go. Got you now. Um, you had a beautiful 450 onto the uh, stairs. Not really the stairs, but the ramp. Um, and so then following the match, you got a lot of respect between Quinn and Cody. Out comes Jake Hager. He's declaring his intentions. He wants a match. Uh, he starts beating up Cody. Um I'm trying to remember if the rest of Inner Circle had come out prior or not, but I think Private Party had come back with Matt Hardy, uh, evening it out. Uh, Quinn doing a good job still selling the being hurt. Um, Inner Circle comes out, big fight, you know. Here we go. Ben's right. least favorite ending to wrestling shows. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, was that they're driving or they're driving? Yeah, I I didn't see the end of this match. So it was pretty much we ended up getting a... It's another brawl to end the night. Uh, a skerfuffle. Right. Well, it didn't end the night because oh. the last thing happens, they get separated and Cody goes, are you trying to tell me you want a match at Firefest? Is that what it is? You're on. Another- Tyson! No. Tyson! No, surprisingly, we haven't seen Mike Tyson in a hot minute. So I'm <laughs> curious if we will, maybe next pay-per-view. Maybe I just think it's... Night. I want to believe that, you know... The match is, the night's going off, and it's just Cody screaming. You mean Jericho? No, Cody. Oh. Because well. he's yelling at uh, Hager. I guess. I and he's just going, Hager! Hager! <laughs> I think that the Jericho-Tyson thing will go on for a while. I think we're going to get, um, I think we're going to get freshly squeezed in Jericho at Fighter Fest. Yeah. yeah I'd accept that. I hope, oh. now, in my heart of hearts, what I'm hoping is... They're pushing this off so that all of those MMA guys who came out with Tyson are. Did you just slip? My uh, foot slipped and hit the uh, the height elevator well, thingy button. Uh, well, so here, here's the thing, I hope though. All uh, those guys heard, are getting heard, trained. Well, Henry Cejudo uh, basically um, was came out and saying that he'd be willing to go back to UFC. So I don't. I hope. I don't he know hates. if that means. Hopefully he, he gets gave an AW up match. on that. Hopefully um, he gets then, an AW match. Yeah, hopefully. But if I could go back, man, I uh, the I, uh, Mark Quinn, dude, I think Mark Quinn has a future as a singles competitor. Yeah. Um, he's he's light years ahead of of his tag team partner as far as see. I think work. I think Cassidy might be better than him. I think he he gets it together more often. I just don't know if he has. I hate. I hate being that guy. I just don't know if he has the look or or the it factor. I mean, you see Mark Quinn, you go like, yeah, all right, let's roll. But right. together, I hope they they keep them together for a while. I really enjoy Private Party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't like Private Party. I just think when I look at those two, I just think there's one guy. One of those guys can be a star, and one of those guys can be a guy. Yeah. And I think Mark Quinn's I think, that guy. I think we're all kind of on that fair. same boat. Um. Just don't just don't rush the breakup. We got yeah. time. But uh, so that's AEW. That's NXT. We got a uh, pay per view. We do, but real quick, let me give you our ratings 
uh, for this week because uh, they were not great for everyone involved. It was pretty rough. Um, if I remember correctly, AEW won by, I want to say, 2,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, or no, 5,000. Uh, 4,000, sorry. AEW had 677. NXT mm-hmm. had 673. Wow, close. Correct. Really, really rough night for NXT. I'm trying to think if there's something else happening on Wednesday that might have messed with their ratings, but I mean. Nothing out of the ordinary that I can think of. I'm almost surprised all- with it being a post takeover show. Yeah. This is your hard reset. Well- well, and also, I would say, um, I mean, I, th- I think it kind of reflects what's been happening. I mean, just sort of, it's everything is kind of evening out, you know? There's nothing really where one's standing out above the other. Um, it's, they're just kind of evening out, and that's what we're seeing in the ratings. Um, yeah. If I could also, Tuesday night, there was a pretty damn good match on Impact. You should have watched um, Unbreakable Michael Elgin and Sammy Callahan, uh, and they're starting to gear up yeah. to get back, so... I'm talking about Tessa Blanchard, and I, I don't know if that means uh, it looks like Michael Elgin might be might be the guy. Is it a anyway. five-way match for the title? Uh, yeah. They're working on – yeah, go ahead. Yep, you're right. I'm about to say, I think it's – They uh, had been doing this – they've been doing this whole pause with, like, Moose and the – being the TNA champion, and they really hadn't mentioned Tessa Blanchard, so – now we're kind of working back up to it. Is she in quarantine? We need to get the belt off her. Yeah, uh, she was. Point, yeah, she hasn't been on TV in so long. Yeah. Like not even like a taped promo or anything. Yeah. Um, I think it was up in the air as to what was going to happen, honestly. And I think maybe now they're getting some more clarity on it. Um, she probably doesn't want to be on TV right now. With uh, you know. That when she went off TV, there was a lot of uh, racism uh, accusations going on. And now and it's now even higher. Probably wouldn't be the time to bring her back. <laughs> yeah. Right. So probably wouldn't be the time to bring her back, but uh, they're going to have to figure something out. But the, uh, the oh, Sammy no. Callahan Elgin match was awesome. Does that confirm that Moose is going to unify the belts? Uh, Question for another time. Well <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's talk Backlash because it is the greatest wrestling match ever. Let's let's yeah. start at seven and go to one. Oh, that's the plan. That's okay. the plan. Now, mind you, card subject to change. Mm-hmm. We still have SmackDown to get through before we get to Sunday, um, no. but we do know that at least two of these matches have been taped. Yeah. Um, right. But saying that, there's a match that's no longer on here. Oh yeah. Huh. So that's interesting. Well, uh, uh, but we'll we'll start at seven. As far we'll as the greatest wrestling. Yeah, that's true. As far as the greatest wrestling match of all time, Misawa says no way. <laughs> uh, Okada and Omega also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just <laughs> four times. Uh, what's who's winning? Yeah, just a real quick. Who do you think is going to win? Singles match for the, the U.S. title. Oh, we got we got seven matches. It should be Edge, okay, but we'll okay. see. We got starting uh, number seven so far, at least before it's. Yeah. This changed. is card subject to change. This is as of, you know. <laughs> Thursday night at 9 o'clock. Sometime when this was last updated. Uh, so we have Apollo Crews defending the U.S. title versus Andrade. Does anyone think Apollo is losing the belt this early? No. No. I hope That would be a, some kind of screwy finish. We have a triple threat tag team match for the women's tag titles. We have Bailey and Sasha Banks defending against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and the Iconics. I think they keep it. 
I think it's time for the mm-hmm. Iconics to take back what's theirs. I'm on the opposite yeah. side of the spectrum. I think I think that they will retain and the Iconics are going to split up. I think this is the I think that's the swerve we're going to get that with Bailey and Sasha. At least that's what I'm hoping. Right. Uh, we'll I think what's going to happen is they're going to win and then they'll lose it to NXT? Yeah. Wow. And that's going to be their split. Oh yeah, because you've got Tegan Knox and uh, Tegan Knox and Blackheart. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Which, why are they getting a tag title I'm match? With Matt. Whatever. Um, up next, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. God, Jeff Hardy needs to go over for this storyline <laughs> to make any sense. Because we know what's going to happen tomorrow night. We're not going to spoil it for everyone. Just know that I am personally not a fan of it. I think we should so that people don't watch it. No, because I, I, I don't want to deter do people. If, if this is their segment, I don't want to ruin it for them, you know? Oh my gosh! Just like how I'm, I'm gonna I'm try not, not to ruin an IC title match. I think I th- I, th- I think we're all unanimous in our opinion of this, so we'll just leave it at that. It's tragic. Yeah, this yeah. is a real pissy situation here, guys. Yeah, and that's um, pissing me off. Up next, we have Oscar defending the Raw Women's Title versus Nia Jax. So help me God, if you take the belt off Oscar right now, I will. If Oscar loses it, lose what it. was the? point of having her win money in the bank exactly you had a huge coronation only to take it off her two months later month later month later month later okay can i ask a question for you guys um if if nia jacks if nia jacks wins is that worse than goldberg over the scene yes no Uh, no no, but god um personally it's up there it'd be really bad but i don't know if i could say it's that Mm -hmm. bad i think it would hurt me i don't think that it would kill me yeah Um, i'd feel victimized but not murdered what we all envisioned the fiend being long term and then being squashed over a little bit of blood money yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the universal title, Braun Strowman defending in a two-on-one handicap match versus Hey Hey Ho Ho Miz and Morrison. Hey Hey Ho Ho, they've got to go. This is bullcrap. My mm. hope, and I don't know if they've set this up where whoever pins Braun gets the belt. I hope Miz throws Morrison out of the ring and pins Braun. I want Miz as the champ again. I wouldn't mind it. Uh, Braun's. Braun's keeping that belt. But yeah, I wouldn't Braun's mind that ending, retain. but Braun's keeping it. Yeah. Back. So here's probably maybe the, the toughest match, I think, for us to predict. Drew McIntyre defending his title against Bobby Lashley. Drew should keep it, but it, because of what's happening in <laughs> our country right now, I wouldn't be shocked if they gave it to Lashley. Uh, Dwight, I would when have be we shocked if they before? did it. Yeah, I would say, yeah, we've seen this in TNA for sure. And it was great. But, but, yeah, it was they great. Just and, posted and, a championship match to their to their YouTube page <laughs> earlier earlier today or yesterday. Because it's spoiler smart. alert. But it, yeah, I I'm I think I would be um I, well no that's not true because WWE does stupid things all the time. Um, I really think it's like I am cynical enough to think that they'll put Lashley over. I really do. I I don't have an issue with Lashley going over and winning the belt. I have an issue with McIntyre's reign ending this early. Yeah. That's my big thing. I agree. Um, McIntyre could be the next big thing. Um, But but you know, Bobby Bobby Lashley is a star. He looks like a star. 
They just haven't used him like that. Mm-hmm. They they haven't. He hasn't been the TNA Bobby Lashley. Yes, and God, I hope that's what we're getting here. Let's get a little beat down clan out here. Yeah. Um. Not on here. I don't know why it's not listed. Maybe it was moved to tomorrow night. I see title match: Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Are we all in agreement? Daniel Bryan. Yes. Yeah, I well, think it was a spoiler. We won't. We won't say. We're, we won't what? say any names. I think we'll. I'm, I'm going to say it, some cheeses. Bree. Yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah. Kind of let some things slip. I'm not naming oh any names. God. I'm saying some cheeses. I'm just saying Brie, yeah. which is a cheese. I think somebody <laughs> let some su- stuff slip. Well, uh, and and you know what? That's that's one of those things where. You know, it could be a swerve. It could be, you know, they love to screw with fans. They love it. They love to do stuff like that. And so, but this is like, if that's what this is, it's just as stupid as if what we think actually happened happened. Like, well, because then way, they had AJ yeah. go and post a picture with the belt. It's just dumb. Yeah, spoiler. Right? It's just, <laughs> well, it's just, oh, it's just overthought, ridiculous nonsense. To, to mess with people who pay money to watch it. It's ridiculous. All right. And what is, I'm assuming to be the main event, it's given the show its entire subtitle. This is to be the greatest wrestling match ever. It is mm-hmm. Edge versus Randy Orton. I can't even say that without laughing. I can't. And these guys are great, and it's going to be a fine match. <sighs> Edge who, should go. Over. Who put it in the PR well, that we're gonna call this the greatest wrestling match ever? Well, let me let me just say that if they had a time machine and this was 2007, I could buy it. Hell, if this was 2005 with friggin' the IC title, like that'd be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I appreciate the fact that Edge is is purposefully going out of his way to make fun of this. If you guys follow oh, yeah. him on Twitter, it's great. Everything yes, right. is the yeah. greatest ever today. I believe he had, he did the greatest poison Rana off a, uh, I think a roof uh, to a monkey. I believe so. Let yeah. me check uh, it. I'm drinking the greatest cup of coffee. Yeah. Where is yeah. Um, my Twitter edge? Edge doesn't care. It's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. Um, can I ask a question on this? Yeah, go for it. What are the chances this is another cinematic match? No, it is. I think it definitely is. Oh, God, I hope not. What, as soon as I heard it's the greatest wrestling match ever, my mind immediately went to, this is another cinematic right. match. I will, I will know, bet you that it is. It's going on last for a reason. You know, I have a feeling that they're going to come out in, you know, like headgear and like friggin' singlets and... I just feel like that's how WWE is go- is going to book it because they're calling it a wrestling match. When was the last time they called it anything they're doing anything anything related to wrestling? True, yeah, they it's don't. Been sports it's entertainment. A, it's a banned word. Exactly. So wrestling so we're gonna is get, wrestling. We're going to get screwed, is what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying that this is all to 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 stick it to the fans once again. <laughs> uh. Yesterday, Edge posted, heading into hashtag backlash and all things greatest ever, I give you your suspicious little ears, the greatest workout playlist ever, and it is applemusic.com, and it is Edge's theme. 
To be fair, though, right. that is, is a great theme. song. <laughs> the greatest that entrance great music song. ever. Uh, he just That's, sang the greatest uh, bedtime lullaby ever to Ruby. <laughs> Yeah, that's Met- Metalingus by Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge is so good. The greatest theme music ever. I, I just, I have a really hard time oh, taking uh, it seriously. He just did the greatest Poison Rana off a pickup truck onto an armadillo ever. Oh, uh, okay. That's what, that's what he did today. All right. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you guys this. Give this give this card uh, a five-star rating. What, what are you, What's your rating for this? How excited are you for this show? <sighs> mm. Two? Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, I'm more excited for this than I was for that NXT takeover last weekend, for sure. True. That's a, um, that is a very weird sentiment and, and something to say, but you might be right. Um, I think overall it'll be a one and a half overall for the night. I think on the surface it looks like dog crap. Yeah, I mean, is is there one match that we really care about? I'm gonna be honest, because of my work schedule, I don't really get to watch much wrestling. I really think the uh, Apollo Cruz Andrade match can be awesome. Yeah, if you don't yeah, overbook it, that's be. the issue. Don't overbook you it. Mean, it could be great. Fact, we've been watching them for weeks now. Yeah, right. But Overbook you gotta it. remember that you know it's raw, and what are we doing on Mondays? Oh. Uh, We're here. Yeah. Uh, if anybody wants to know Edge's workout playlist, it is Metalingus by Alter Bridge. Walk. Oh, don't go through the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was just gonna be that on a loop. That's what I thought it was too. But this is actually a really good playlist. Are you surprised? Okay. It's Edge. <laughs> Everything he does is the greatest ever. Listen, he has Sherebrock in here. This is going to be the greatest two-star show ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I have a it? comment. Um, I have a comment from the um, peanut gallery that we're a little over. <laughs> uh, well, who's the peanut gallery that I need to uh, well, have the, a conversation? The peanut with? gallery knows hey, that t- I'll be seeing them the at pe- eight o'clock for a graduation, so right. we can go a little over. Hey, tell 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 the peanut gallery. That of course I'm over. <laughs> of course. Just remember, uh, Camille didn't want to put me under today. She put me over. Oh, phrasing. God. Are we not doing phrasing anymore? <laughs> so, with that, that's all I have for the show. You guys have anything you need to plug? Nope. Yes, buddy. Get online. New Japan Cup started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. New Japan oh. Cup. We got Something some real got. wrestling to do. Pick up it. your brackets, go on our Facebook page, and pick your final four. That's what I say, do. Yeah. R- Ryan, as head of talent, do we have anyone coming on, on Monday? Um, Monday, I'm working on a couple people. Don't be surprised if it's just a backlash um, review thing. Well, but let on me Thursday. Oh, okay. Go I was going to say, on Monday, if we don't have anyone to come and talk with us, uh, I think that might be a very New Japan heavy card. Yeah. So if you're a New Japan yes. fan, we'll see you on Monday. Mm-hmm. But Ryan, um, hit him with what Thursday looking like? Yeah, for Thursday, um, kind of a kind of a a redemption episode of sorts. <laughs> um, we will have Brawler Malonis. We'll have Beer City Bruiser. It's gonna be a late night happy hour. They'll be here on Thursday drinking with us. On it's gonna be a blast. Facebook. 
This is gonna be on Facebook. Live on Facebook. <laughs> Live on Facebook. Right. We're not making that mistake. Do not go to Instagram. Do not go to Instagram. No white claw. I will no be bringing all of white the white claws. claws. No Seltzer City Bruiser tonight. <laughs> I am going to be Ben so. from Seltzer City. <laughs> and... We'll let the bouncers bury him. <laughs> They've waited long enough. So with He's that, the man of a thousand gimmicks. <laughs> hey, that, hey. Guys, Scat Daddy. Ben from Colorado. He's gone. He's cut. <laughs> We've cut He's him. Daddy. He's cut. He's cut. He's done. He's cut off. <laughs> so, JJ with that, we have reached the end of our night. Thank you all very much for joining us. The attractive us. guy Thank on you. the edge of the couch. Shush. I'm taking your mic away. <laughs> Thank you, Camille, for coming on the show. We appreciate you. We can't wait to have you back. Uh, for those of you who are enjoying phase two this weekend, drink responsibly. Follow oh, all boy. referees' discretions. Go Vikings. So, with that, follow, Cuba. like, subscribe. Rush. We'll see you all on Monday. Thank you. Good night.